and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. The podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach, doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Fully Free podcast. So I was looking at what the next episode is that I needed to get recorded and get over to my podcast editor, and I realized that it is the May 18th podcast. Here we are. You might even be listening to this on May 18th. And the thing about May 18th is it's my birthday, And I'm recording this like a month in advance, but I'm putting myself a month forward, which actually is, actually I'm recording this less than a month in advance. So my birthday's in less than a month. I did not even realize that. (laughs) And I'm turning 26. So let's pretend that this is actually May 18th. It's my 26th birthday. That is crazy. Wow. So... I actually wanted to record, you know, those typical episodes. We all have to do them, right? 25 lessons I learned in my 25th year. That's too much. That's too much. I I probably do have 25 lessons, but that's too much. I want to share with you my seven lessons in creating a seven-figure business by 25. That's what I want to share with you because it has been a journey. It has been a journey. So here we are, 26th birthday, celebrating that in my first 25 years of life, I created a seven-figure business on my terms. I scaled this business to seven figures the same exact year I had my first baby, and wow. So are you ready for the seven lessons? (laughs) Number one, your desires are your roadmap. Have you heard me say that yet? I hope you have. And the reason I actually hope you have is because this was something that just came through so early on in my business and I'm so glad it did. And looking back, it's so clear because I want to go all the way back to the first time I ever thought about making seven figures. And that was when I was 21. I was in my first year of coaching And people had started, well, my business had started picking up. Like the first year of my coaching business, the first half was really slow. The second half was really picking up. Although what I did well in the first half was I did grow an audience. I had about a thousand people in a Facebook group. My sales were just slow. So my sales were starting to pick up. My audience was picking up even more. Honestly, I was killing it. First year, 20K months, 21 years old, like killing it. Honestly, looking back, there were a lot of moments I didn't feel like that, but there also were a lot of moments I did and I did. I was, I was killing it. And, um, honestly, you guys, 
people started telling me, like people in my Facebook group, clients, friends, they were like, you're going to be a millionaire by 25. You're going to have a seven-figure business by 25, some variation of that. And I was like, okay, cool. So I started using this hashtag millionaire by 25 or whatever, million dollar business by 25. I forget which one, right? That's not the point. The point is I looking back on my entire journey. I mean, I can look back to high school and see how, I mean, my childhood even like I can look back so far and see things that just make so much sense now of why I do what I do now. And, where, and even where I'm going. Like, it just makes so much sense in hindsight. Hindsight is 2020. Um, so you'll get signs. You're pointed in the right direction. Even if people aren't telling you you're going to be a seven-figure earner or whatever, a millionaire, you don't need people to tell you that. And I'm just saying that it's you'll get signs. Trust the signs. Trust the obvious signs. Trust the not obvious signs. And above all, trust your desires. Because the real point of this story is I wanted it. At 21 years old, when I started saying it, I didn't believe it. I actually didn't believe it. I didn't believe I would actually do that. But it was fun and I was honored people would think that about me and think so highly of me. And it, actually, it's something that died off. It's not like I've had a hype team. I mean, I have. I do have my hype team. I do have amazing women in my life. My team, my friends, my mentors, my mastermind sisters, my clients, of course. But it's not like people have been telling me that every day, the whole journey. But honestly, my desires have. That desire came through and... I haven't always wanted to be a millionaire. I haven't always wanted to have a seven-figure business, but that you won't, you know, like those desires won't always be there, but when they come through, what I need you to know is they are divine, that you can trust them and that they are meant for you and that you should follow them because your desires are the best roadmap to get you where you want to go. So I look back at that time so fondly because I'm so grateful for the time period when that, when this seed that is now, how do you say that? Bloomed, grown, (laughs) was planted. What seeds are you planting right now? What seeds did you plant a few years ago? Like that was five years ago. And the journey felt very freaking slow at times, but also to go from like just planting a seed of like, I'm going to scale my business to seven figures to five years later, recording a podcast about how I did it. In hindsight, it feels like it was really freaking fast. So that's number one. Number two, your growth on this journey will not be linear. It will not be linear. And here's my proof. Year one, I made $179,000. That's crazy. If you didn't make that much in your first year of coaching, don't worry. Most people don't. I also have clients though who made more than that. And I'm like, you do understand that like, you're set to do this a lot faster than me, right? Right? Um, but regardless, year two, I made 420000 What? That's crazy. Year three, I made 403000 Year four, I made 350000 Year four was my biggest hot mess year, actually. Year five, I made 740000 And year five and a half, I crossed a million. I crossed a million March after year five, okay? 
So not even your five and a half, but whatever. Um, point being, there was a year where it felt like things dipped down a lot. Grand scheme of things, that's not a huge dip, but you know, 400s versus the 300s. And then like also the fact that the year three was a little bit smaller than year two, but then it dipped even more. Like I thought I could bounce back, but I didn't. That year was, I had so much personal stuff that year and I I had so much growth to go through that year. But here's actually what I really want to point out to you. The year I had the biggest dip, the year I went through the most personal stuff, one of the hardest years of my entire life, I was closer to the million mark in my business than my first year when I was on fire and the second year when I was on fire. Those years, it felt like nothing could stop me. I was on a wave of momentum. It was only up from here. I had never experienced a dip yet in income. It was just growth after growth after growth after growth. But when I was feeling in a darker time, closer to the bottom, and I mean, that's a huge exaggeration, but I, I did. I, I had a miscarriage and that was really hard. And then I was in that pregnancy right after, which was so scary and questioning everything in my business and giving my power away. It was hard. I was closer to seven figures than I was when it seemed like everything was going my way. I was closer to seven figures in the time where I thought for the first time, literally, I don't know if I can actually just have what I want. I don't know if this whole manifesting thing is actually real because now I've experienced being handed exactly what I want and having it taken from me for the first time. So maybe it's not real. Maybe this is a fluke. Maybe we don't get to have our desires. And I was still closer to the seven-figure mark than I was when I felt like nothing could freaking stop me. Growth is not linear. There probably will be dips. There might not be, but there probably will be. And you need to trust, like looking back, I wish I wasn't so hard on myself that year. I wish I didn't feel, make it mean anything about me. I wish, and obviously I bounced back. So I did a decent job of that, but there were definitely moments in it where I felt broken. I felt like it was just going to keep getting worse. It felt like it was only down from there. Um, I wish I just would have accepted then, like I did the next year, I was learning my million dollar lessons. And honestly, I contribute so much of who I am today. I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be the million dollar woman. I wouldn't be the woman who can handle this type of success, who can handle this type of growth and who literally feels like she's just getting started if I didn't go through what I went through that year. That was actually, the year I crossed seven figures was monumental because there's big numbers and whatever. But that year was probably the most monumental year of my life so far. I just couldn't see it. I wouldn't let myself see it. I wouldn't let myself believe it. I wouldn't let myself feel it because numbers-wise and logically, it was a bad year. Don't do that. Gratitude for the lessons. Number three, there is no secret. There's no secret. I know you've probably heard a million people tell you this. I know you've probably heard me say this a million times. there's no secret. It will happen differently than it happens for other people. Your first seven-figure year will look different than mine and hers and hers and his and hers and his and theirs. It will look different. 
No one's going to be able to tell you the way there. No one's going to be able to tell you the seven-figure plan. It's just like they just won't. Look at successful people. Look at the people you look up to. Pick two or three people. Are their businesses exactly the freaking same? Probably not. Probably not. So I have always had a mentor. I believe in having mentors. I love having a coach. But I had to stop hiring coaches, and I did this for way too long, hiring coaches because they were better than me. They were more powerful than me. They were more authoritative than me. They had they had their way. I hired so many like my way or the highway coaches. It's like disgusting. <laughs> Hire coaches who see your power, who see you as capable, who see you as the amazing one, who who are mind blown by who you are as a human, who are honored to work with you. Coaches who will hype you up, coaches who will give you outside perspective. There were a lot of strategic and business model and pricing and offer changes I made based on coach's advice. That was amazing advice, but it wasn't someone telling me, well, this is how I do it, or this is how you should do it, or this is the right way. This is the best way. It was, Taylor, I feel like you're overcomplicating this. Have you thought about this? Or Taylor, I feel like you're just getting in your own way of raising your price here. Or Taylor, I feel like you're just holding on to that offer because of blah, 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 blah. You want that in a mentor. So there's no secret. Stop giving your power away. Stop hiring coaches who are there to tell you what to do and hire coaches who see you as powerful, not coaches who require you to see them as powerful and coaches who will offer outside perspective because it's, you know, it's way easier outside looking in to see where someone's in their head and their way over complicating. But don't hire a coach thinking you're going to copy and paste their business. Do you really even want to copy and paste business? I don't think so. Okay, number one. I mean, <laughs> number four. Number four. <laughs> number four. Don't be an asshole to yourself. We are all human beings. We are not perfect. I am not perfect. I am not perfect. I am literally recording a podcast about making seven figures where. I stumble over my words too, and I'm reading notes scribbled on a post-it note that I made two minutes ago. I'm a human. I'm imperfect. I make mistakes. I get in my head. I compare myself. I doubt. I don't think I'm perfect. I don't think I'm super unique. I don't, like, I every way that you're feeling bad about yourself, I've probably felt recently too. Stop being an asshole to yourself. Stop comparing yourself. And like, it blows my mind. And coaches would tell me this in the beginning. I remember coaches telling me, Taylor, you're so young and look at what you've created. Stop being so hard on yourself. And I used to get triggered by that and be like, well, just because I'm young doesn't mean I can't want more or better or that, you know, but I don't think that's what they were saying. I think what they were saying is like, look at how amazing you are acknowledge how amazing you are. You're going to grow a lot faster acknowledging what's amazing about you and how far you've come and all the things you have to be grateful for than you will feeling bad about yourself. Then you will focusing on how far behind you feel. Then you will focusing on how her branding that just came out is just pops so much and stands out and, you know, and, and yours is just so dull and blah and basic. Like, that's not going to get you anywhere. And it blows my mind. These women I work with, they're 
mind-blowing women. They are some of the most powerful women, strong women, smart women, beautiful women I have literally ever met in my entire life. And it's sad how often they feel not good enough. These are women who make $20,000 a month or more. Not that that, like, even if you make, if you make any money doing what you love, like, holy shit, you're a badass. If you're making any money in your own business, whoa. If you're even brave enough to attempt to start your own business, to put yourself out there online, to share publicly on the internet your soul, you are so brave. But we don't think like that about ourselves, do we? We're so focused on who's doing better than us that we tend to spend a lot of our time feeling like garbage about ourselves. And I can guarantee any woman who listens to this podcast has no reason to feel like garbage about herself. So stop being an asshole to yourself. Number five, <laughs> um, don't get in. Don't get into this whole ego thing of the coaching and on, digital marketing and entrepreneur world. It's all. It's all numbers. It's all who makes the most. It's who keeps. Who's most consistent? Who has the biggest growth? Who has the biggest year? The biggest month? The biggest week? The biggest day? Ugh. Don't get caught up in the ego. I wasn't able to go to seven figures until I realized that I wasn't. I didn't want that to share it. I didn't want that to brag about it. I didn't want that as marketing material. Like I wanted it because of the life it created for me. My entire life is changing before my eyes now. My entire life changed at six figures. My entire life changed at like 20K months and my entire life is changing again now. Like drastically, like a life I've dreamed of, you know? And to get, and I have like, I've had like, I've had dips in my income. I've had it this year. I started my year off. I didn't have my biggest month ever, January of the year. You know, I had one of my lowest months in years, February last year. Like again, it won't be linear, but the time, and and again, don't be an asshole to yourself. The times where I've had like a month to month income dip, big or small, like I've had small ones and gotten so in my head. Late last year, I I was I had a couple back to back hundred k months, and then I had an eighty k month, and then another eighty k month, and I'm like, oh my god, maybe this is the end. But I snapped back out of it very quickly, where I was like, oh, that's ego. Like I'm not doing the hundred k month thing to to boast about it, to talk about it, to brag about it. I talk about it because I do think we should talk about money. I do think sharing money is the reason I am where I am because people showed me what's possible. So I won't stop sharing. But if I'm only sharing because I want to seem good enough, I want recognition, what like that's so stupid. That's so stupid. Don't do it for ego. Do it, and this is something I realized early on, but I really set in stone the past year is do it for your next level life. Do it because you want to live in a certain type of home. You want to have um a certain, you know, type of life for your family. You want a certain amount of wealth. You want to like, think about wealth, think about financial freedom. Think about where this is really taking you. 10K months and 20K months are not financial freedom. And if you call it that in your marketing, me too, I did too. 
100K months aren't financial freedom. It's what you do with that money. It's how you feel with that money. It's what you do for your future. It's what you do for your life now that gives you the freedom. So think about that. Think about what kind of life you want to create. Because honestly, that is the magnet for more. Not getting all caught up in consistency and yada yada. We want consistency. We want growth. But like, we don't want those things so other people will recognize us as really cool. Number seven. God, here I am. Like, I'm not going to mess the numbers up again. I have the numbers written down. I'm not going to mess them up again. How embarrassing. (laughs) But number six, tell people and own it. The month I had my first 20K month was the month that I told my husband, I think I'm going to have a 20K month. And I didn't tell him that once I was on track or it looked like it. I told him that when I was just ready for it. I told him it at the end of the month, like, I think I'm going to have a 20K month soon. And he was like, that'd be cool. I never had anything close to it, you know? And then, and then I did it. The month I had a 50K month, I started telling people, like, I am going to have 50K months. The month I had a 100K month, I started telling people, clients, my husband, my friends, like, own it. Tell people, out loud manifest. Who cares if you fail? Who cares if you don't hit it? Who cares if they think you're crazy? Now, I wouldn't go around telling everyone or telling people you know won't be supportive or will make fun of you or, but like, your life partner, they should be able to hear a goal and be like, at least that would be cool. I'm not saying my husband has been the most supportive with every goal I've ever had. He's definitely thought and said that I was crazy a few times, but he was able to admit that that would be pretty cool if I did that. (laughs) So tell people like that or tell people who are like, okay, about time, like you're freaking amazing. Of course you are. And if you don't have those people in your life, get those people in your life, but out loud manifest. And I encourage my students and my clients to do this with me in our course groups, that sort of thing as well. But it's also really helpful to take it into real life. Number seven, play with the possibilities. Honestly, this is my most strategic piece of advice. I planned my million dollar year. I didn't hit it according to plan, but I did have a plan mapped out that actually felt possible. And I did that by playing. I didn't sit down and make a plan. I've done that a million times. I've paid coaches thousands of dollars to help me plan seven figure years. No. I sat down and I played with offers and numbers, enrollment numbers, prices until it felt like I could do that. And in fact, I could do more than that. So that's that's gonna be a big goal for you guys is to play with your plan until it clicks like that. Until you have the thought, I could do that. I could do more than that. And then don't plan in more. We want a bare minimum, easeful million dollar plan. And you'll get there by playing with it. When I sit down to plan, I don't I don't think, okay, I'm going to plan my seven-figure year. It's like, I'm gonna play with options for a seven-figure year. And then when it clicks, I go for it. But I also know the point of saying like, I could do more than that is like, it feels spacious. There's time to launch other things. There's tons of time for creativity. There's time for travel. There's times for family. And um, it's flexible. The plan can change. But I found that it was really important for me not to know for a fact it was going to happen, but to see a possibility that it could happen that I could actually get behind and believe in. And that really made it click for me. 
That on top of all this other energetic stuff I've just shared with you was so important. So I really encourage you to play with the possibilities. Sit down with a piece of paper, even if you do it every day for the next month. As soon as it starts frustrating you, getting confusing, getting overwhelming, throw it away. But as long as it's feeling fun and playful and light and exciting, keep doing it. And then once it clicks, I would say you've unlocked it. So there you have it. (laughs) There you have it, you guys. I'm so excited to put this out here. And um, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for following me on Instagram. Thank you for joining my programs. Thank you guys for always sharing the episodes and hyping me up and telling me what you loved about the episodes and um all of you that comment on my posts and engage on my stories and watch my stories. And like, you guys are also one of the big reasons why I'm able to do this. And I feel like I just have the coolest community ever on the internet. And I'm so grateful for all of you guys. The pe- Some of you have been following me since I was 20 years old. Some of you are new and we click instantly. And it's literally, truly an honor to me that I can help anyone change their life even a little bit, even if it's just for free on this podcast. And it blows my mind that you guys literally like listen to me at the grocery store, on a walk, in the shower. Like, I think that's so funny. Like, I can't even believe it. So um, anyway, the dog's squeaking the toilet crazy. So I better go. Love you guys. Talk to you next week. Bye. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.